I found something special for us today. Today is Saturday, July 8th. We're having second Friday, or first Fridays today, because if there's more than four weekends, you go with the second one, I guess. Since last Saturday was the first Saturday, but today's the first full Saturday. Okay, great. I've made a new friend, and they got me a really good, interesting book to read. So, so excited to read it. Emma Lazarus. I mean, Lazarus Rising. Doesn't anybody want to hear about that? I know I do. It's a five-act play. How can you turn that down? That's got to be good. And it sounds like spaghetti. Spagnoletto, a play in five acts. Publisher's notes. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks are due to the editors of The Century. No, that's seriously the title. The Century. Quote. The Century, unquote. Lip. Lippincott's, L-I-P-P-I-N-C-O-T-T, magazine, and The Critic, yes you are, for your courtesy in allowing the poems published by them to be reprinted in these pages. And to be, let us read it. Thank you so much. Emma Lazarus, written for The Century magazine. Born July 22nd. <gasps> She's about to be born this month. Again, happy birthday. It's going to be a three-week celebration. Is it? Today's the eighth, so that gives us one, two. <gasps> it's two. It's a fortnight. It's a complete fortnight until her birthday. <gasps> Let's do this. Let's pray for Miss Emma Lazarus and her all her brothers, Martha and Mary and everybody included. All right, great. She was born 18... 87. No, she was born 1849, July 22nd. She died November 19, 1887. So how old was she? 50, 50 minus 80. 57 minus 49. 8, 7, 38, 38. Yeah, it's about the time I got awakening. Good enough. Praying for Emma Lazarus. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, may the souls of the faithfully departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. One hesitates to lift the veil and throw the light upon a life so hidden and a personality so withdrawn, introvert, as that of Emma Lazarus. Ella, E-L. But while her memory is fresh and the echo of her songs still lingers in these pages, we feel it a duty to call up her presence once more and to note the traits that made it remarkable and worthy to shine out clearly before the world. A dramatic episode. Oh, it's going to be an episode. Or climax. Oh, in her life, there is none. Oh, outwardly all was placid and serene, like an untroubled stream, whose depths alone hold the strong, quick tide. 
The story of her life is the story of a mind, <gasps> beautiful mind, of a spirit, <gasps> Holy Spirit, ever seeking, ever striving, and pressing onward and upward to a new truth and light. Her works are the mirror <gasps> of progress. In reviewing them, the first point that strikes us is the precocity, P-R-E, new word, P-R-E, pre, C-O. Can I coach you to do something in the city? Maybe. Precocity, or rather the spontaneity. I like that word. How do you spell it? I know, right? Spawn, tain, like are you tame? No, it's tain. T-A-N-E-A-T-Y of her poetic gift. She was a born singer. Poetry was her natural language. And to write was less effort than to speak. For she was a shy, sensitive child with Strange reserves and recitense, new word, reticences. Oh, retina, R E T I C E N C E S. Not, not what? Uh, I lost my place. I know. You know what? What do you know? What do you know? She was a na- she is a born singer. Poetry was her natural language, and to write was less effort than to speak. She was a shy, sensitive child, with strange reserves and. Reticences. R-E-T-I-C-E-N-C-E-S. Reticences. Reticences. Not easily putting herself, quote, in rapport. Yes, rapport. That's that's the exact word. Rapport. How do you build rapport? With those around her. Not easily putting herself in rapport with those around her. Books were her world from her earliest years. In them, she literally lost and found herself. She was 11 years old when the War of Succession broke out. Oh boy, sounds familiar. Which inspired her first lyric outbursts. Oh yeah. Her poems and translations written between the ages of 14 and 17 were collected and constituted her first published volume. Crude and immature as these productions naturally were, and utterly condemned by the writer's later judgment, they are nonetheless, like my Facebook page, highly interesting and characteristic giving, as they do the keynote of much that afterwards unfolded itself in her life. Yeah. One cannot fail to be rather painfully impressed 
by the profound melancholy pervading the book. The original poem, still paying, pray for Facebook and thread and all social media, is, quote, in memoriam, unquote. Dash, dash. On the death of a schooled friend, Loan and companion. And the two following poems, his best friend and my best friend, also have death for theme, quote, on a lock of my mother's hair, gives us reflections on growing old. These are the four poems written at the age of 14. 14 wrote four poems. Very nice. I was reading twin Jessica, the high school twins. Anybody read those back, back in the days? Those were my favorite. The Valley Girls. Oh my goodness. The Hardy Boys, Valley Girls. Ah! bookmark that on a lock of my mother's hair well isn't that a voyager episode where he travels in that time space machine and he thinks he can conquer the world by changing everything but he could never get it just right until he figured he was the problem and that he should go out and take a walk and spend some time with his family balance balance don't forgo the work at all but without the balance of family you don't have the purpose of your work you know, you don't know what to do because you don't have a, something to work for, towards. You want to go to the moon, but then what? It's because the moon represents your mama. Muskie. Anybody know about Muskie's family? Anybody? On a lock of my mother's hair. Gives reflection, gives us reflection on growing old. Yeah, who wants to do that? My mother's old enough, I can look at her anytime. These are the four poems written at the age of 14. There is not a, uh, there is not a, a holy, glad, and joyous stream, strain <laughs> in the volume. Yeah, don't bother. Ay, ay, ay. And we might smile at the recurrence of broken vows, broken hearts, and broken lives in the experience of this maiden just entered upon her teens. Sounds like Justina, I mean, Fra, Fra, Faustina, sorry. Were it not that the innocent child herself is in such deadly earnest. Right, what's that, what's that book? Uh, P and P, uh, with Emma. Ernest. What's that movie? Foggy. The two long narrative poems. Oh, I love narrative poems. Just like that other book with what's her name in the gardens. Oh, in the valley. And she was like, the the lake of Avignon. She pretends to like be What's her name? And be like dying on the lake with her lilies. It would just push me into the middle of the raft and I'll pretend like I'm dying. Oh, uh, what was that book? Anyway, I like long narrative poems. Bertha and Elfrida. 
Anybody want a Frida? I like a Frida. Are tragic to the extreme. Ew, I'm dying. Ew, please. Like a Taiwanese soap opera. They cry. No, they literally cry for 10 minutes. They don't cry in American soap operas. They just hold it all in like the English. Good job. That's it. Keep it up. Oh, chap. Both are dashed off, apparently at white heat. Alfreda, over 1,500 lines of blank verse. What? <laughs> in two weeks, Bertha, in three and a half. Okay. We have said that Emma Lazarus was a born singer, but she did not sing like a bird for joy of being alive. And of being young, alas, there is no hint in these youthful effusions, except in as much as this unrelieved gloom. Oh, that's torturous. This ignorance of, quote, values, unquote, so to speak, is a sign of youth. Yeah, who hadn't been there? Common especially among gifted persons of acute, yeah, I'm cute, and premature, who hasn't been there, sensibilities, whose imagination yet, not yet focused by reality. Yeah, there's not much beyond my four walls at home. Overreached the mock. Okay. With Emma Lazarus, however, the sober streak, streak, has a deeper root. Uh-huh. Something of birth. And temperament is in it. The stamp and heritage of a race born to suffer. Oh, boy. I was always a Catholic. Is that what you're telling me? But I thought so. But dominant and fundamental, though it was. Hebrewism. Yeah, I miss my Hebrew girlfriend. She taught me how to wrestle in the front yard. Grass. She's like, you got to be tougher than this. Taught me how to wrestle. Hebrewism was only latent thus far. It was classic and romantic art. Oh, yeah. That first attracted and inspired her. The pictures. Oh, yeah, I remember going to the art gallery for the first time in D.C. Yeah. Aphrodite the Beautiful. She pictures Aphrodite the Beautiful arising from the waves. And the beautiful Apollo. And his loves. Yeah, I like Greek mythology back in those days. Daphne. Daphne. Oh, right. Frasier. The other crane. Pursued by the god. Changing into the laurel. And the enamored Clyte. Clyte? Clyte? Into the faithful sunflower. Beauty. For its own sake, supreme and unconditional, charmed her primarily and to the end. It is he. Her restless spirit found repose in the pagan idea. Which one? The absolute unity and identity of man with nature. 
as symbolized in the Greek myths, were where every natural force becomes a person, right? The nymphs of the trees, and where in turn persons pass with equal readiness and freedom back into nature again. In this connection, a name would suggest itself, even it, even if it did not appear. Oh, ketchup, H E I N E, Heine. <laughs> The Greek, Hein the Jew, and Heine the Romanticist, as Emma Lazarus herself has styled him. And already in this early volume of hers, we have traced, we have trace of the kinship. It's all is like right. We go back far enough. We're all family. An affinity that afterwards so plainly declared itself. Foremost among the translations are a number of his songs, rendered with a finesse. Oh, I love that shampoo back in the days, and a literalness that are rarely combined. Four years later, at uh, the age of twenty-one, ooh, forever twenty-one, she published her second volume, Admitus. Yeah, add me tos, and other poems. Unquote. Quote, add me tos and other poems. Ooh, a o p. Unquote. Which at once took rank as literary lit literary liter literature. Sorry, as literature. Both in America and England. Never been there yet, but we work with people over there before. Yes, and challenged comparison with the work of established writers of classic themes. We have quote Admetus unquote and quote Orpheus. Ooh, I remember Orpheus unquote and of romantic the legend of. Tan Houser, and of Houser, Houser, Tan Husa, Houser, Husa, Tan Husa, and of the saintly Lohengrin, L O H E N, Grin, Lohengrin. All are treated with an artistic finish. That shows perfect mastery of her craft, without detracting from the freshness and flow of her inspiration, while sounding no absolutely new note in the world. She yet makes us aware of a talent of unusual distinction. 
and a highly endowed nature. A sort of tact of sentiment and expression, an instinct of the true and beautiful, and that quick intuition which is like second sight in in its sensitiveness to apprehend and respond to external stimuluses. But it is not the purely imaginative poems in this volume that most deeply interest us. No, 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 no. We come upon uh huh experience of life uh huh in these pages uh huh. Not in an ordinary sense. Ooh, I like that. No os. However, oos of outward activity and movement. Yeah, I gotta do the do, but. In the hidden undercurrent of being, quote the epochs of our life are not in the visible facts, epoch, but in the silent thoughts by the wayside as we walk. All right. We'll be back, back after this walk. This is the motto, drawn from Emerson, which she chooses from her poem of epochs, which marks a pivotal moment in our life, difficult to analyze, difficult above all to convey. If we could, would not be okay. Let me. Okay, let me be right back. Let me just end this. Bye bye. Bye bye. Look for the first index. Continue. I'm so happy right now. Just weaving around the loom, because <laughs> I can't say the name of the place I've been hanging out at. And I guess the only thra, yeah, and the T R and what's how this spell? I don't know. T H. I don't know. Uh, right, T H. <gasps> okay, okay. I'm hanging out the at the reeds. I'm hanging out at the reeds. <laughs> What are you saying? I like to read. R E A D. A lot of books. Yes, yes. I'm hanging at. It's not a bookstore. It's it's an app, and I can receive all your comments while I read. Right, like you listen, and then you can just type. Any comments you want to me about like your feedback on the reads? Yeah, how do you spell it? T H, and it's really abbreviated.、Uh, you know, the not even an E before you get to reads. Yeah. <laughs> how do you spell T H R E A D S? Yes. I. Can only handle so many social medias at a time, and since we have a new playground right now, it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, you got it. All right, great. I don't have a website. I'm poor. I don't have a dollar for monthly anything's. Okay, and Twitter. I had an account, but I don't know. It's just very uninteresting. So yeah, the only things I have are right now. Instagram. I got two accounts on there. I usually set up two accounts, one for myself, so that you know, 
what Father Chris always say, she, the, the, she is not, right, in her nature and then in her divin- divinity. So I'm like, okay, well, let me set up two. <laughs> yes, the read. Okay. And I, I'm going to my reading. Uh, something about pain, good and good and painful, and we'll fix. Yes, don't fix what's not broken. And if you find a better way of doing it, let's try it. And then if you don't like it, there's always the undo. I think there should be an undo in life. I think it's called forgiveness. Whatever. All right, let's read. Let's read. The epochs of our life. Where did I leave off? Flirting between earth and sky, maybe. Ten Hauser, that's not familiar. Orpheus, yeah. All right, here, Orpheus. All right. All right. <clears throat> Admetus and Orpheus, and of romantic, the legend of Tannhauser, and of the saintly Lohengrin, all are treated with an artist finish that shows perfect mastery of her craft without detracting from the freshness and flow of her inspiration, while sounding no absolutely new note in the world, she yet makes us aware of a talent of unusual distinction and a highly endowed nature, a sort of tact of sentiment and expression, an instinct of true, of the true and beautiful, and that quick intuition which is like sound dash sight like it's oh what do they call that thing where you could see sound in your head oh i gotta find that can somebody remind me of that to find you guys that video i've only seen it once this woman she tried her best she was like i cannot do it justice but this is as close as i can get to showing you what i see in my head whenever she heard sound like my, like what the way my daughter, all my kids they mispronounce stuff. They all be like, um, yo corn, yo corn. What's that? Unicorn. Oh, she loves Jesus, so she's like, yo corn in her head. And then the second one, he loves water fountains. Oh my gosh, I can never keep him away from a water fountain. <laughs> he would walk around the ring and the fence, you know, the the stone thing around the water fountain. Kids love walk right. Where's my Emma? Am, no. There's Emma and then there's Ami. Yeah, Ami. And Ima? Ima. Okay. Right? That sounds. Emma. I don't know. It's been so long. Call me. Her daddy. Whatever. 
miss my girls. Where was I? I don't know. You keep interjecting. End sound sight right the visual thing that's amazing you guys i just think that's i forgot the word for it though sound sight and its sensitiveness to apprehend and respond to external stimulus yeah like notification on your phone every time someone reads something but it is not the purely imaginative poems in this volume that most deeply interest us, we come upon experience of life in these pages, not in the ordinary sense, however, out of activity and movement, but in the hidden undercurrent of being. I'm imagining that right now. Oh, good, says Thomas to James. Laugh out loud. Sorry, Muskie. Undercurrent. Don't get pulled under. Remember when I got caught between two undercurrents and that? Was it Nassau? Probably. Oh, I almost died. And my husband was standing right there on the shore, but he was afraid. Like, he didn't even know how much danger I was in. And I didn't want him to come in because we'd both be dead. That undercurrent was crazy. It took me a whole, it felt like five minutes. I don't know how long it was. Oh, just had to get my ass. Every time it knocked me over, I would get up and I could only take one step forward before between every knockdown. Crazy! Until finally I was like, had enough. And it wasn't even that deep the whole time. It was just like, every time I stood up, it was just like up to my knees maybe. My and like my waist and then my knees and then my ankles and I was like oh okay finally I'm out what was I talking about? I don't know the epochs can you stop with the stories we come upon experience of life in these pages not in the ordinary sense however of outward activity and movement but in the hidden undercurrent of life yeah, it's hidden. Stop needing the tail. Okay. William Tell. William Tell. I need to get some William Tell. The epochs of our life are not in the visible facts. Yeah, I don't really see you. But in the silent thoughts by the wayside as we walk. But when I do see you, I'm like, oh. Uh, how did it say that? Sao. Pseudo. Sao. I think. Oh, I forgot the Chinese, but it means us. Us teeth and no eyes. That's how I am when I see you. All teeth and no eyes. <laughs> was that like a, a denture <laughs> when the old guy was playing chess with himself no <laughs> it means you're smiling like so big have you ever smiled to the point where it's like 
all teeth and no eyes. Even when you have no teeth and you just like, I don't care. I'm just gonna smile anyway, even though I have no teeth. <laughs> my grandmother is so cute. Every time I see that kind of smile, I think of my grandmother. She's old and wrinkly, and every time she smiles, it's like, it's like a little kid face because she has no teeth anymore and she didn't care. <laughs> She wouldn't eat anything. She she wouldn't wear her dentures. She would just eat white rice. And she would be so cute because like at the end of every meal, she would have like some rice left over on her little side of her mouth, on her cheeks. And then I'm always like, Grandma, you got some rice left. She's like, don't worry about it. I'm saving it for later. <laughs> She's hilarious. I miss my grandma. She was so cute. She, she used to be so strong, but when she got old and she wasn't sick, she wasn't, she had Alzheimer's later, but before she had Alzheimer's, it was really cool. She would wave her arm and it all be flapping in the wind, but it was so soft. It's like I would play with it. <laughs> okay, anyways. This is the motto. Drawn from Emerson, which she chooses for her poem of epochs. What the heck is epochs? I don't know. Go read the etymology now or later. I got a lot of bookmarks, though, and I need to take a little break. I cannot go anywhere with this poem. <sighs> Murmuring in a singing manifold. A JC 33 Kavitzel over there. Too happy. What simple things be these the soul to rise to a bound joy and make young pulses beat with nameless pleasure Finding life so sweet. I think I have 18 people listening to me right now. That's what Anchor's telling me. I don't know, maybe. And Epoch, 1610s, Epaca? No, Kenya Cha Cha. What? Epo Cha. Epo Cha. Epoch. Quote, point marking the start of a new period in time. Yes, that is very appropriate. I think we've only like been on the reads for, I've been on there for what, two days, three days. I know everybody's like <laughs> trying to keep up. Such as the founding of Rome. When did you found Rome and start roaming around? The birth of Christ. Oh. The Higida. <gasps> that sounds me a song. That sounds like a song. Sounds like a song. Can somebody sing the Higida? From medieval Latin epoch. From Greek epochi. Epochi. I love pokies. Sticks with chocolate. Of a cookie. A cookie stick with chocolate. Pokey. You can't get wrong with that. 
E-P-O-K-H-E. Hee hee. Anyways, quote, stoppage. Stop the page. Yes, and do what, comma? Fixed point of time. Stoppage. Really? Got it. Fixed point of time. Oh, it's kind of like when you stop and you send out a social media posting of any kind. And you make everybody stop at that page and read it. So you all know you're on the same page. Yeah, it works. From Ip, Ick, Hein, Heine. No, not, no E at the end. Just Hein. He, where's he in? Where's he in? Uh, Epekian. Epekian. Okay. Epekian means what? Oh, to pause. I pecked into pause. What? I don't know. Take up a position. Standing up, maybe. Take up a position. To pause and take up a position. Was that a treaties? Yeah. That in the cookie jar. Who? Me? Yes, you. One me, then who? Something like that. From Epi, EpiPen. See Epi to find out. But you take Epi, you plus Ekian means to hold. Yeah, Ekian. I want to Ekian you. I spell it. No eek. No be like e. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, that works. Right, when you're so happy, you're like and you just hug him. So E, and you know him, because you know him, or K, right? He, H-E-I-N, you know? When you're on, like, on the same page and you're like in the room together and you're just like hugging him. Ekian. Okay. That's Epi. Plus Ekian means to hold, but if you... Epi plus Ekian is from the root Seg. Oh, oh no. Sanguine? No. S-E. S-E-G-H. S-E-G-H. You want to say something, but you end up hugging. To hold. It means to hold. Say. And just like, let's For like eternity. So you turn the I into an E. S-E-G-H. Say. What does that mean? To hold for an eternity. Transferred sense of, quote, a period of time. Now I let it go because we're still here on Earth. Uh, is the 1620s geological usage? Eh, not a precise measurement. Oh, 1802. Get it. Epoch. What about Epi? Epi, Epicenter, Epicenter! <gasps> Does anybody go on to the Epoch Center? Epic, what's it called? E- 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 that big white globe looking thing that looks like a golf ball! In the middle of Florida. 
where all the golf ball things are. If you were on satellite, you could see it. Just giant golf ball in the middle of Florida. It's like Orlando Bloom. No, Orlando, Florida. Disney World. Yes, Universal Studios. Yeah, because I can't understand my post. So I got to... If you have no idea what I'm talking about right now, go on my threads. Or I, 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 I think I can put this on. I don't know how to put stuff on my Instagram, yo. Sucks. IG. Yeah, IG. Oh, there's OMG and now there's IG. IG. I'm going to IG this. So y'all can read what I'm, or see what I'm reading. All right, great. Because it's all verbatim. Well, not all of it. Well, if you compare, you can find out. Contrast. There we go. Bye. I will post this on my IG. Oh, gee. No. IG. May the most. In nomine Patri, Filii, et Spiritus Sanctis. Amen. May the most holy, ineffable, and incomprehensible name of God be forever praised blessed, loved, adored, and glorified. It's incomprehensible. I'm trying to make sense of everything, that's all. May all creatures in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, by the most sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. the lyrics. Just tell me why. It's in Latin. Catalog of Unabashed Gratitude by Ross Gay. Friends. Artists of the Universum. Will you bear with me today? For I have awakened from a dream in which a robin made with its shabby wings a kind of veil behind which it shimmered and stomped something from the south of Spain. Ooh, Tony the Closer. Its breast a flare. Looking me dead in the eye From the branch that grew into my window Coochie coo, my chin The bird shuffling its team little Talons left, then right While the leaves bristled against the plaster wall. Two of them drifting into onto my blanket while the bird opened and closed its wings like a matador giving up on murder. She wrote. So, so, gotta go.
Mama or story? 